Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And stat pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simpster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. What up, what up, what up? Hey, it's Money Mike today hosting No Simster. He'll be back next week. We Surprise. hope. If not, it's all good. Money Mike is in the house. I'm hosting the show. We got show. this. We're holding it yeah, down. Yeah, we're going to hold it down. Hey, you know, I was, I'm going to go and say what we got on the panel. Uh, Stat Pat, how we looking? Man, like? we up in this bitch tonight for a show. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You know, we know when uh, when every, when somebody's gone, we got to. We got to act real in there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we still want to we still want to keep it, you know, copacetic and, PG-13. And, and, and and you know, I always go on this dude's show, you know, have to go and let him know about how he wrong oh, about a whole no. lot of stuff. Cervantes. So yes. we got we got this guy Fredo Cervantes, Cervantes. over here fitting in my spot. What's up, man? <laughs> man, up, well, hey, it's a good thing to be here because yeah. I got a lot to say. I know every time you're on my show, oh, I know every time you're on my show, oh. you say a lot. And yeah. I say a lot. Now yeah, I'm on yeah. your show. All right. And I'm here to say a lot. Today. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm a mic, so I'm controlling everything right, right, you say. All right. There you know go. what I'm saying? There it is. Hey, hey. we going to get right into what up? Get into it, man. Hey, dude, look, look. Feeling good. Lakers are winning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey where we at, man? Where the tally where at, baby? Where, where the tally at? Where we at? Hey, so if y'all remember, man, <laughs> if y'all remember, this started out, started out as a 23 games of LeBron James's. Life based the, the, on the, the, the quote most that he important had of his life, game, right? And what I wanted to do is I was gonna give either an A or F for his twenty three games. No middle, but this no. guy, no middle, no middle, no ain't middle. no C, no nothing, ain't no C. But what? this guy decided yeah. that he wanted, <laughs> he, he wanted to get hurt, like game two. What was the game? Yeah, two? about game two. Yeah, like game two. So that way he wasn't gonna get blamed for nothing. So we still evaluating. Yeah, him. we still evaluating. No, but I was told, I was told that I can't give him an A or F if he ain't playing. So now this is we're gonna call it the AD game of the life. AD, AD game of his life, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, look, okay. okay so so let's let's so, talk so about it. Where we at? We 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 at eight. We at eight and. Eight and two, right we're now. Six, right? We're six, six and two. Six, six and two. You no, know, my bad. Six so and six, two. And two. six and two. Not bad. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. However. So let me let, look, man. Look, dude. See, this is why that board is a little bit like misleading. Because if we give an AD an A on that performance last last night, uh, two nights ago, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's an A performance. Even though we won the game, my man was just like a passenger. Like we we brought him to the end. Like, that's what we did. And I know we did that. And he even said that. He didn't want to see everybody step up. They did. Is but that, that ain't really? a performance, bro. But but you know what? I'm going to tell you why I disagree with that. And then, Fred, I'll go to you. You know, Toronto's one of, one of the few teams that have the, the big guys to go ahead. And, that's true. And scheme for him. That's true. Right? So, it's almost like that game when they remember, like, when Steph was at college, they decided to go triple team Steph. And then he passed the ball out. Steph had no points. But they won the game because they focused on Steph. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what happened with Toronto, mm-hmm. where they, they focused on AD, and then the other the other players did what they had to do because they focused on AD. Okay. So I still would give him, you know, uh, um, you know he, he, he took what the game uh, gave him. You showed so, leadership that day. Yeah, so I, w- I, w- I would give him A. What do you think, Fredo? 
on Anthony Davis uh, filling in for LeBron, which it's a good thing. LeBron is actually out of his walking boot today, so he's Ooh. actually in the arena tonight. But AD has been playing decent enough where he does deserve some credit because he's if he can my whole my whole thing with AD is if he can play that way, average those thirty points, fifteen rebounds, whatever he's doing with LeBron James on the court. That's all I want to see. We mm-hmm. till today. There has not been that many games in almost three years of both of them together where he's putting up those numbers and LeBron's putting up I the feel same. That. So until that time comes, I don't know how is he going to be able to do that. Is, can Darvin Ham get it out of him? Is it, is it something within himself? I like what is it? Like I, I don't know. That's my that's my whole thing with AD. I really want him to play consistent and of course stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, you know what? And I, I it was it's funny that you said that. Not not funny, but it's like. The fact that you said that is actually makes me go to another duo that's out there, and that's that Luca and um, and Kyrie, and both of them like, and I guess game three, they both put up forty points in right. the same game. Now I've never, like you said, I have never seen LeBron and and AD do that. Now I don't know if it's because he's he likes to defer too much to um, LeBron. But I think that the fact that he's taking this challenge on, like I have to be now the leader of the team and now I'm stepping up, okay, do what you have to do. Control what you control. But when LeBron come back, you don't have to take a back seat. You still need to be an alpha. It's like that's when you see the big teams or the best teams actually step up. Like I don't look – when I see – I mean, and I hate to say talk about this team, but when I see – when I see the Celtics – I don't see. Yes. No, I'm not going. I'm not giving no props, man. I don't see. You should. No, I won't. <laughs> I, I don't see. I don't see Tate. I don't see Jalen Brown taking a backseat to Tatum. I don't no. see. I don't see Harden taking a backseat to Embiid. You see what I'm saying? Like I just see them working off of each other. Mm-hmm. When I see LeBron and he's doing, he's cooking. I want AD to cook. It's kind of like when Shaq and Kobe. When Shaq is cooking, Kobe's like, oh. As if I'm going to sit down on the bench and let you go ahead and cook. I'm a cook too, and so that's where we know once we get there. But at the same time, we have another guy right now that's making all of it work out. Now that's not a guy, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, the way he's playing right now, I think he can be that guy that can orchestrate to get AG on and then also take the pressure off of LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think um, think so. I look, I love when he got interviewed. And he, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, like he, he's a different guy than what we drafted. You know what I mean? Like he's actually coming out there to not really prove himself. He's more like, hey, I told you I was good, and I told you I could do it. That's like his mentality right now. Yeah, you know, and, and and I and I and I love that. I love that from him. The fact that he had like literally like first of all, he was like a, I won't say a meme. But the ice water in his veins, right? That yeah. thing right there. And so we like, you're a rookie. You talking that? You talking greasy like that, right? You know, I got ice water in my veins. And then it's like, and ever since he said that, he have always wanted to step into the moment and make big shots. Either he's with Minnesota, he with um, Brooklyn, like we even with Golden State. Like he literally want to still put himself in positions to make big shots. And that mentality, that swagger, we haven't had that in a Laker uniform. 
it's from a while. I mean, in a while. Like, we really haven't had a, some person that's actually going to be able to go blow for blow for these other guards that like to go ahead and, like, hit these threes from the logo. Like, we don't have anybody that hit those, I call them, like, forget you threes. I, I mean, if I was on some layer, I would say something different. But yeah. I'm just saying, uh, you know, that forget you three. You know, I'm going to hit this three when you you really, we're up by six, and you, I know we on a run, and boom, hit that three, you down by nine, and now you calling a timeout. Like, that guy. We don't have that guy, and we got him now. I don't know what the, I mean, but it's just saying I just believe that, like, we have now the pieces. We have a complete team that when people are not stepping up, other people are going to step up. Like, Vanderbilt defense will come spark us. You know, you got Hachimura off the bench. It can give you, like, 15 points off the bench. Schroeder is going to play that kind of pesky defense. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like we now have – like, like you know, pieces. Now it feels like we can compete all through the, all four quarters. Like we don't. There's no let up when the bench come in. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's just it's just a different mentality. Now, of course, we got to put this to you know we got to put this to test when we come to the you know the playoffs. But at the same time, I really do like our chances. And we got to, as the boxers say, we have a puncher's chance, right? We have a puncher's chance. You know, when we get into the in the playoffs. I mean, these games right now are technically the playoffs for them right, right now. And the way he performed on Friday, D'Angelo Russell, and even uh, tonight he's taking on the New York Knicks here. But, man, eight years did a lot for D'Angelo Russell being out because he was here uh, two and a half years. Then, eight you know, years. They sent wow, him out. Yeah, crazy. eight years already. 2015, second overall out of Ohio <laughs> State crazy. right there. I mean, and Julius Randle watching him tonight as well. You know, he was our, our 2014 pick. So our 2014, our 2015 pick are facing each other tonight. Um, then you look at our 2016 pick, Brandon Ingram. He's out there. And then our 2017, Lonzo Ball, who is getting a third surgery, by the way. He's wow. going to be done yeah. for another year. We got to so find out what's him. going on. Yeah, but, we're gonna, I think we're going to mark him next week to figure out what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's a major knee problem for him. And that's, that sucks for him. And he becomes a free agent this year. So who knows if he's going to get signed over by somebody else or whatnot. Maybe come back to L.A. because we might need a point guard. On the minimum. There it is. Hey, we can use Lonzo Ball. Hey, on the minimum. On, on first, first hey. he passes first. He, he, he hey, can't control is, the ball. Is, is, he, is he Grant Hill? Is Lonzo Grant Hill? Uh, or is he I'm Tracy McGrady or someone who's no, done? No, well, okay, 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 so if you say is he Grant Hill, then you got to give him all-star status, which I don't think he's there. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say Grant Hill, I think is he is he Brandon Roy, right? You think about these guys that you know if their injury didn't happen, he would be pretty much a Hall of Famer, right? That's just what it would be. Mm-hmm. But uh, but when you look at Lonzo Ball, he's solid, but he still didn't get where he needed to be to be then a perennial All Star. Like having it, like his shot was still he was shot was coming on. He was starting to get mm-hmm. his shot. It looked like his shot was working. Right. Like it was, he finally got the mechanics where he would have had a consistent shot, and then he get hurt, and now he, you know, he he he's not going to have the same defense anymore because that was his, his his hallmark. That was his calling card, and and now you know now his you know he's he's now he has the the injury prone label. So yeah, so I don't know. I'm he, but he's not Greg Oden. Yeah, he's not no. that. He's not. Well, he's not well, Sam Bowie. That he was did, bad. He, he he's did, not that bad. You well, know, yeah. Well, I, I put him he, he, did, he did play a couple of years. Maintain. We saw him being successful with things that he did. But anyway, hey. So look, you know what? I'm the I'm the new host for this week. For Therefore, sure. there's a new segment for this week too. Woo. So we're bringing everything new right now. So we coming in. We, we coming we, in hot. Yeah, yeah. We coming in hot. So we got this segment called uh, Stat Pat's Player of the Week. 
You know, so now we're gonna shoot over to Stat Pat. Who's your Who's your player? Bro, if if you know what's up, you know what we're doing right now. Everyone knows who's a hot player right now. So the hot player right now going on in Lakerland is is Austin Reeves, and so Austin Reeves right now to me is the guy that is really trying to. I mean, he he he's a stabilizing force, even when you have, um, even when you have. Schroeder doing his thing, you have now Austin Reeves actually is doing like things I didn't think he can do. I really didn't think that his clips, you know, the 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 actual um he's shooting, he has at last six games, he's fifteen points. He has two rebounds. We don't worry about that, but he has fit uh, doing five and a half assists, but he's shooting fifty percent from the field, he's shooting thirty nine thirty eight percent from three. And he's shooting around eighty five percent from free throw, so he's almost flirting with a eighty, a forty, fifty, uh, you know, ninety club, which is amazing for him. And what we're looking at right now is, first of all, we got to resign guy. We can't really play around with him, you know. We got we can't we can't Caruso him. If if and all the Laker fans yeah. know what we're talking about when we say Caruso him, he's not he's not he's something we shouldn't take lightly. He's growing into the moment. He takes big shots, um, but one that that guy right there to me, and I don't know if you guys agree, is you know a very big surprise when it comes to who we have on our bench actually stepping up. And I mean, if he grooms him, he can be a starting he can start being a starting point guard from the future for a while, man. Look, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I, I I agree with you. I'm gonna tell you why, man. First of all. I love Caruso. I love what Caruso was doing. I love when he would go and and he was dunking, you know, dunking and everything. And that was exciting. But when you looked at Caruso, you was like, "Wow, I can't believe that he's doing that." This dude Reese is crossing over people though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this dude got mm-hmm. handles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he go to the and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. he breaking ankle mm-hmm. and he making a shot. Mm-hmm. So. And it looks little. It, it it doesn't look awkward. Like you know the you know you were just amazed that Crusoe was able to dunk even though he saw it all the time. But you still was amazed that he was doing it. But I'm expecting the Reeves to to cross over somebody every mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm a, you know I'm expecting him to do all that type of stuff. So he's just his game was just exciting to me and yeah. it's efficient. Right. So yeah. So yeah, I agree with you, man. Like he definitely. Uh, it's somebody that we should definitely be able to keep. What do you think, Fredo? No, definitely. And you know what? It's, it's funny because I had this question on my show on Monday Night Fredo. And, of course, anybody out there, watch Monday Night Fredo on Infinity TV every Monday. But sure. I was talking right. about I was talking about him um, this past Monday. I was like, you know what? You compare Caruso and Austin Reeves, I'm a big <laughs> fan of Austin Reeves. And just seeing how Caruso was back then and, you know, talking about the whole, you know, he could have been here still. But Austin Reeves is 10 times better than Caruso. You, you should, If you want to compare both – you you gotta take Austin Reeves because the way you know the craftiness, the shooting, and this past game I think it was Friday night when we're, I was watching the game. I don't know if you guys heard the the broadcast, but the announcer I forgot who was announcing the game on Friday. It was uh, the uh, primetime game. They were like, "Oh, Austin Reeves is going for a layup, and he stuck under the basket, and, and he stood quiet." He's like. I don't know. He can do that because mm-hmm. <laughs> he just threw something up right under something that maybe you that reverse way. layup. Yeah, something that these type of players would do, but they didn't expect that from Austin mm-hmm. Reeves, and they, like it left the broadcaster shocked. And I think it was Mike Breen. I think it was Mike Breen that was on the call, but it was just so funny just to see this guy the way he's developed in two years. And the moment that I thought Austin Reeves was 
that going to become that guy last season. If you guys remember that game-winning three-point shot mm-hmm. he had in Dallas mm-hmm. when I, I forgot who it was. I think it was Russell Westbrook kicked it out to him, and he hit that three, and they win it in overtime, whatever it was. And that moment really, I feel like he grew up from yes. that moment on. He's become a very good player, and I'm a big fan of it. So I, I really wish we can lock him up and keep him here for the oh, next year. Oh, we have years. to. I mean, because, like you said, like, and then also at the end of this last, the last game of the season, I know it was meaningless, but he had 36 points that game. I mean, he really was ball like so. So the the pieces are there, and he's growing into it. And you know, he got these guys around him, these veterans, these all stars that are bigging him up, basically just pumping him up, telling him go out there and do you. And he's growing into the position, like you said, Caruso is good. And now, of course, if we're talking about defense, Caruso is a defensive. Maybe slightly like, yeah. better than because yeah. Austin Reese can play some you can play good defense, defense, but what we're talking about. On the ball, like like Caruso, suffocating, yeah. like I'm gonna pick you up 94 feet. That's Caruso. Caruso pick up anybody 94 feet. And I'm talking about not just the. Not, you might think you can cross up Caruso and Caruso like you trying that. I'm a swipe. I'm gonna steal you. <laughs> right. I'm gonna steal the ball. I mean, still he ripped. You know, he ripped um, Kyrie. He ripped uh, um, Curry. Like, all these guys got legendary handles, and he's literally ripping them. So, when I give him the edge on on on-ball defense. Now, when we're talking about team defense, I give the edge to Austin Reeves. And then when we're talking about the offensive side of the ball, there's just no comparison. There's just no – because we was just – all we wanted Caruso is to have a consistent 35% three-point shot. shot, That's all we wanted from him. Do whatever you do, but if you could just hit the open shot, we'd be happy. We are now asking Austin Reeves to now control the game, don't turn the ball over, get us into our sets, make the right read, hit the shot when you're open, you know, take it to the rack. Like, we're asking him to do so much more than we did ask for Caruso. So that's why I, I mean, it's not even a slight edge. It's now, I'm all team. It's almost like it's so happy that we are able to find this person. Remember, Austin Reeves is an undrafted free agent. He didn't. He wasn't a first round pick. He wasn't a second round pick. He was an undrafted free agent. So, which means is shout out to the bus boys because, bro, scouts. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, y'all keep doing your thing because that pick swap with New Orleans ain't crap right now. Because we get anybody in the 16th, 17th pick, that's a rotational guy right now. I'm gonna let you know right now, and he going to get some run with this team. All we want is depth. We got the two stars. Keep us with this depth. And we're going to do big things. That's how I look at it. Yeah, no, I, I agree, man, because, um, you know, it, it looks like the sky's the limit. And we felt that about Caruso, but you feel like more from Austin Reeves, you know, and actually to even for the team. Because, I mean, the the camaraderie they have, um, they're enjoying the way they, they know what their responsibilities are. Um, isn't it amazing, though? Like, what would you say, Pat, Stat Pat? Thirty games ago, we you know, uh, uh, Palinka was a horrible GM. Yep. Uh, um, Garvinham can coach was, was a horrible coach. You know, all all these things were you know. Can we trade AD for yeah, somebody? Right. Like we as we still should consider that in the off season. Hey, nah, something. Man, nah, nah, Come on, man, we're, we're if he's gonna be getting broken this, down. We're doing this. No. Yeah. See, you know, like, you know what? I had to bring something up like that because you like we were talking about earlier. He can't. You can depend on him to be consistent enough, and isn't that what we want out of a superstar? No, I understand that. And he's not—he's he's not that player when we want him to be. So if we can cash out and go get some 
actual good talent just like uh because if you watch brooklyn now like the way brooklyn played today they beat down um the nuggets in denver and looking at what Brooklyn has after they traded Kyrie and KD, they got solid pieces, good players that can really play right now. And that's maybe something that we can get alongside with LeBron whoa, and whoa, some whoa, other whoa, guys whoa. around okay. there. Okay, I got to stop you right here. What are we going to talk about? This guy's oh, you want to trade LeBron instead no, of AD? No, no, no. He no. do. No, hold the presses. Hold the presses. Stop the presses. Trade right them both. Right. <laughs> Put the camera on that man. Stop the presses. First of all, you know, I don't, we, we've been enjoying the show. And I wasn't going to bring anything up. And I was enjoying the conversation. But I heard somebody uh, say we. Oh. <laughs> and, you know what? Look. look. So, so, so. I, but you know I, why I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. Your show, so good I, time. I heard Go ahead. somebody say we. Right. <laughs> and and if you guys know, and it, it's, it's fully documented. If you go on and fill your television, YouTube, you can watch some old shows of Profanation as well as, as Monday Night Fredo on Mondays. They're both on uh, Family Television. I paid off bets because and had a conversation <laughs> with this guy about him being a Celtic fan, right? right. And he he's he, he's uh, he's over there, and we have established that he's a Celtic fan. So now. Is that when, true, Fredo? When, no, when, when, I'll answer right now. Hold on, let me finish. When, when the Lakers started winning, he was trying to come back. And I made it very clear <laughs> on the Profane Nation show. I said, and I quote, I looked directly into the camera, just like this, and said, Fredo, keep your ass over there. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I want to make it clear. You know, welcome to the show, oh, man. man. You're, you're amazing. You're a great friend of the show. I got mad love for you, but you are not allowed to say we. Okay, so let me take that back. Let me, ask, know, you, let me ask you, though. Why have you been so down? I mean, we all Laker fans here, right? right? Except, for, except for Fredo. Okay, except for, for Fredo. Now, uh, uh, except for Fredo. Fredo. Fredo has said some things that are questionable, like the love. You lost two bets on who? Yes, yeah, talk to us. Yeah, talk to us, Mike. Well, okay, so you better for the Lakers. However, you better for who? Boston. Come on, man. Talk so right. look, 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 look. No, no, come no, on. No, no, no. Let me say this. Let me say this. So those two bets man, that he lost, and you won money off wait, of this. Wait, 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 so wait, let me rewind no, no. a little bit. I won. I won two hundred dollars. Oh God! I won a hundred on each and game. And he off of it. Boston and the Lakers on both. Bro. But look. The reason why any self-respecting I, Laker fan is gonna win money betting on the Lakers, okay? <laughs> hey, betting off the Lakers. Look, the only reason why, and it's not that I'm a Boston Celtics fan, which you know, Money Mike wants to label it out there as I'm a Boston Celtics okay. fan. But look, okay, I I, I, I love basketball and I love watching basketball. I've somewhat loved the way they played last season, you, the way they played in the in the finals against the Warriors. Boston Tatum and Jalen Brown that, are not. Speaking, I gotta cut you off. Go ahead. Oh. Speaking of that, <laughs> who did you bet was going to win Celtics versus Warriors? And I bet on the on the Celtics. Come okay, on, come on, friend. So, so look, look, this so, Boston Celtics are just too good. They're the best team in the NBA right now. No, they're not. Okay, no, so wait, 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 Milwaukee is definitely uh, the best on, team on, right now. Boston, Milwaukee's not even stop, healthy stop, right stop. now. Hold on, and if me, they get healthy, me, look, if, that's we, a big if. That's what the look, Lakers is. Okay, but look, the Lakers are not going to even make the playoffs. Oh, he's not saying this. Look, look, I'm not saying this on my show. I got to say, go back on me. Go back on me. Go back on me. 
Milk. Come back on me. Milk. So, first of all, let me just say you. Milk. Let me just say this now. <laughs> I, I want everybody. Everybody is witnessing this live. Right? Yes. They're witnessing live. The meltdown of Fredo Cervantes. The, the love that Fredo Cervantes has for the Celtics. Oh God. So he's not allowed. So dirty. He is, we know. I'm gonna need a sour after the show. And y'all understand why he is not allowed to be a Laker fan. And we about to go to break, and then we're gonna talk more about it oh, yeah. right after this. Celtics. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. United One Protection Services. With over 30 years of experience, United One Protection Services has more expertise and knowledge than the other security companies combined. Residential, commercial, municipal, or institutional, United One Protection Services does more than just security. We protect your livelihood. United One Protection Services. And we're and we're back and we're back and so uh, Fredo Cervantes still is yes, a Celtic fan. <laughs> so he he's in love with, with Tatum, and so now we 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 could definitely have an intelligent conversation. He does know basketball, I think. So, uh, uh, but he's a he's officially a Celtic fan. No longer able to be a Laker fan at all. Continue continue with your point. So like like I was saying, I you know I. You watch a certain team, and sometimes you just see a guy in a team like Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, uh, Derek White, Al Horford, and Jason Tatum himself. You see these type of players, and the way they play together, at the end of the day, when the team can play very well together, they're, they're just a well-organized team. And that's not. I know we're Laker. Oh, I can't say wait. Let me take that. I can't say we. Can't you say guys we. are Laker fans. Yes. And you guys hate the Celtics, which I hated 100%. the Celtics too. I hated Paul Pierce and KG and those guys back then. But I'm just watching basketball right now. And at the time when we first originally made our first bed during the finals, Warriors and Celtics, I was like, well, you look at both squads. I see, I see Curry, Draymond, and Clay, but they didn't really have nobody else besides them. But you see Tatum, Brown, and everybody else. I was like, okay, they were the much better team. They were up two to two to one in the series. How after. that how that work? Uh, work out for that didn't work out too good. But how did it work out when they were playing the Lakers this season? And looking at the way, look, you want to say something, Stat Pat? I know you're thinking about it. Go ahead, Stat Pat. Go, no, go ahead, Stat. no, no, I, I know because I'm, I'm giving Fredo the floor. So I'm just saying about Boston this season and even moving forward. I may have a man crush on Jason Tatum because he's just so freaking good. Say it again. He, he's so freaking good. Say that one more time. I have it's a so, man crush on Jason is, Tatum, oh, and it's okay for that. And all I'm saying is, why aren't you qualifying this admiration with, I hate the Celtics. However, I can appreciate good basketball. And I see Jason Tatum playing a certain way that I do like. That takes you away from all this, I like the Celtics, or I hate the Celtics, because you're qualifying it. 
You're actually putting it out there that you do not like the Celtics. When you're glorifying them and you're saying that they're so good and you're making bets and stuff like that, now we have to question you. That's what I'm saying. I don't I, I don't I don't disagree with all the stuff you're talking about. I like I mean I think I like Tatum. I think Brown is dope. I mean Brown is like a poster ready to happen every game. I'm thinking that I mean Horford stabilized them. You know, they they have a good solid team. But do I like them? Hell no, I like the Celtics. I hate the Celtics. As a matter of fact, I'm terrified if I have to play them because I don't want to lose in the 17 to 17 matchup when it comes to championships. So what I'm saying is you can admire them from afar, but when you're putting that shit on tape, when you're talking how good they are here and there, that's where all Laker fans are going to have a right. I mean, what do you kids say? Side eye? That's what we're doing now. Side eye. We're looking at y'all like, ain't no way we're going to talk about in this glowing fashion and not literally trying to bring everybody that is a Laker fan back to the like, okay, guys, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm with y'all 100%, but I see, like, look, man, me and you, obviously, in football, I'm a Raider fan, you a, you're, you're a Charger fan. We don't like each other, right? That's just what it is, right? You don't, I don't, but at the same time, there's nobody on my side that you like, and there's nobody on the side that I like, right? And you would never say, well, you guess what, man? Boy, I love me some Max Crosby. You ain't never going to say that. You ain't never going to say that. Hey, so you he's bring, a big guy. I get that. And guess what? And you know what? I like Derwin James. But I ain't never going to come out there and say that. What I'm knowing, I know who he is. What I'm saying is you got there has to be a fine line, especially with this the rivals of, of over 60 to 70 years. Yeah. yeah. You There's a fine line I mean, that we have to right. cross. And, and I agree. And, 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 I agree. Look, look, and I'm just watching this right now. And I'm, and I'm <laughs> You're having fun over no, there. Huh? No, I'm witnessing it though, right? <laughs> you literally did the whole five. He only stopped the three. Like when you you <laughs> laid everything out, you gave the whole five star lineup. You said you would do I like one, two, three, three four, four five. five. I can only get with three. Right. You know why? Marcus Smart. I mean, yeah, he's cool. He's yeah, all right. You know, hey, Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year. Yeah, he's like a dog he, out there. He, he hyping him up. No, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. Hey, if he if you're the defensive player of the year, I'm not. That's not a hype. That's something that he earned. Why? Because he's that freaking good on top of the ball. But okay. look, real quick, and we'll finish it off with this. I know we don't want to be talking about the Celtics too much. Hell no. But, but you mentioned why you know uh, on on the Celtics, and there's only one reason why. Because I like green. And not Celtics green. I like money green. Look, look. I like money green. And and Jeff Simpson, you know, he's not here right now. But he even said it too. He's like, hey, I'm betting because I know, I, I knew, I'm, I was 100% sure that the Lakers were not going to be the Celtics both times this season. I was 100% sure. So that's the reason why. I I'm going to tell you why you had. I'm going to tell you why you thought that. You saw Westbrook. And you said, hell, ain't no way in the world. A team with Westbrook on it. Is going to be that team. But the thing about it, the team of Westbrook actually took them to the end both times. Right, right. Both right. times. That team took the leg. So what I'm saying is, how do you think that team matches up with this new Laker? What that that's the whole different team. story because we're talking about D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt, and Beastie. Those three players make a key difference. And that's the reason why maybe prior to the trade deadline, I was not too much of a fan of the Lakers. I was like, no, I, I'm not going to support what, I, what I'm currently seeing right now. After the fact that the trade happened, the team changed all around. I was a big fan of D'Angelo beforehand, and now I'm like, okay, he kind of brought 
a little bit back out of me. I'm like, all right, D'Lo's back. Um, this kid right here, we we got rid of him for not basketball reasons, for personal reasons, and now he's back Swaggy here. Swaggy P. Swaggy P and Magic Johnson shipped his ass out of here. But, <laughs> I mean, now he's back here. So now my, my love and interest is back with the Lakers. So I'm like, okay, look. I'm still a Laker supporter. I'm not going to call myself a Laker fan. You got kids, right? You got kids. I got two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got kids, right? So your kid, you know. They love the Lakers, too. uh, Look, I guess. I I don't know. You know, I try to talk about bad about about nobody's kids, whatever. But but, but I I, I don't know about me. I got kids. Tap Pat, you got kids. Everybody got Mm -hmm. kids, right? I ain't never abandoned my kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, you know, like my my daughter, like my daughter right now, she in track, you know, she's doing really good, but she loses a race. I'm not gonna lie, you know what? I don't know, man. That 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 girl from the other high school <laughs> is better than my daughter. And then all of a sudden when my daughter go and then pass up, yeah, that's my baby. Dude, I gotta rock with my daughter regardless when she winning, when she I mean, I'm still rocking with the Lakers no, no, throughout the not. time a little bit. I, okay. Okay, cool. You, you said a little bit. A little bit. Because, you know, I, I'm not a fan of Darvin Ham. Hey, look, the leader, at the end of the day, <laughs> the leader of that team, you can say is Darvin Ham. The leader. He's a coach. Head All coach, right. right? I'm not a fan of it. Plain and simple. Cool. So you know who's what? the head coach of the Celtics? Right now? Not last year. Well, right now, we, we got the new guy that just came over. Who's the, the new guy? Uh, uh, fuck, right. See? It's Zola. It's Zola. It's Zola. Yeah, I that's what we're talking you, about, you, ladies you and gentlemen. You caught me off guard right now. No, I didn't. You did. You're a Celtics <laughs> fucking fan. Look, Excuse my friend. Joe Mazzola. And we're talking his Joe shit Mazzola. on my show. Joe Mazzola is the it. coach. Joe and if it wasn't for Mr. Oh, um, if it wasn't for Udoka last season to do that whole thing. At least Ugo, Udoka, we know who he is. Yeah, but Mazzola, Mazzola, he coached the all-star team this year. Why? Because he had the best record okay, with cool. no experience. Bruh. All right, well, you know what? We have to move then on. Then get back to us. We have, we have to move, get back we have, to our team. Okay. Yeah, we have to move on with the show. The team that's it, not going to make the playoffs oh, this season. Oh, think so. But aren't we currently in, like, uh, what? Sixth place? Who? I mean, in seventh, I mean, eighth place right now? Who? The Lakers? They're ninth. Okay, okay ninth. So with, with the, how many in the loss column? 33. 34? 34. And everybody else in, in the sixth, sixth place team has 34 losses? So all we got to do is win and go 500, and we're going to have a tie for sixth place? <laughs> we That's the same question we've been asking ourselves but, for the I mean, past before, two seasons, it, though. Jokes were all good when we were tied for 13th. Now, we're literally in the mix for it. No, I'm just going to tell you right now, dude. First of all, what big man is going to be able, other than Jokic, is going to be able to handle AD in the, you, in the Western Conference? You look at maybe, or you have Robert Woods in Dallas. You have DeAndre Aiden in Phoenix. Phoenix is going to be trouble to even get through with KD if healthy. I, I, I give you that. I give you, I give you Phoenix with a healthy KD. But am I scared of Denver? No. Am I scared of Memphis? I mean, we haven't beat them all oh. year long this season. Oh, because we always play Kings them. Oh, we. we. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Take, okay, I, I, no I, look, I can't say we. Take look, man, they. 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 No, they. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> he, we just, we, look, man, he's young. He's young. You got to understand that. He's young. And this generation, oh, they, they, they like the name on the back. Yeah. That's all. This new generation is all about the late. This is why LeBron fans go from Cleveland to Miami and back to Cleveland, now the Lakers. Well, they say, See what I'm saying? They say like, like KD fans go from all over the place. They like the name on the back. They don't want to sit there and lose. They don't want to sit there and, li- and and sit there with the losses. See, I've been we've been a Lakers fans since the 80s. 
And sometimes we have learned to live with the Showtime Lakers winning all the time. And then there was the drought. And then we had to learn how to live with that drought until Shaq and Kobe came. And so that is what I'm talking about. You got to just take your lumps because if you take your lumps, it only makes you a stronger fan in the long run. You 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 can look back at the bad times and like, okay. But if you keep just jumping from one 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 bandwagon to the other bandwagon because they're hot right now, and then of all bandwagons, bro. No, look, but of all bandwagons. I just damn sure know. The Celtics is. We 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 cannot just look at the Celtics and be like, all right, they're the Celtics. They're they're shit. Oh, you got to. Do you can't hate on the talent. I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. If you were talent, they got. I'm gonna tell you right now, Fredo. Fredo, I'm gonna tell you right now. Hold on. I'm gonna tell you right now. Hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on. Fredo, I'm gonna let you know right now. If there was baseball and you lived on the East Coast and you were a Celtics fan growing, I mean, of you were a Yankees fan. Growing up, and all of a sudden, you're like, man, but that Boston Celtics, I mean, the Boston Red Sox right there, they're killing. They will put you out there and string you up. Probably, yes. Yes. <laughs> but that's the difference we're having here. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. This is the difference. Because we're West Coast over here, and we too lax. We chill over here. And East Coast, they really take that shit seriously. What I'm saying is, you can't be a Celtics fan in the East Coast and then talk about the Lakers are hot. They don't want to want to hear that. I bro. mean, but but they if they're hot, that? then why not? Bro, why not? Bro, we, we're gonna be fake. So we got, are we, we just gonna sit we, down we, here and say, be, well, look, Boston's not good this year? No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Admiring from afar, I think I qualify that. I say qualifying statements. Okay, wait a minute, hold on. So let me let 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 because we have to move on with the show. Well, he got me. He got me. Yeah, he's got something to talk about. Let's go. But but what we gotta talk about, bro? This is the point. This is the point we want to make. I'm, and I'm going to ask Pat this, because I already know what the answer is. When did you admit that Larry Bird was good? Well, shoot, after like he got I mean, after he After he retired. Retired. And I'm going to tell you right now, and when he retired, when Magic Johnson pulled that stunt. He had that Celtics and he had that stunt, I almost threw up in my mouth. Because I didn't know <laughs> what the hell was he doing when he went to his retirement ceremony and had that jersey on at the ceremony. What are you doing, Magic? What are you doing? I didn't like it. At the same time, got to be like, okay, you know what? Who I really hated? I hated Mikael. But you know what? It took me longer to appreciate Mikael than it did Bird. Because Bird was an all-star. But Mikael is the one that I really believe was like like, like the post made the post game what it is now. Like if you got post game as a big man, you got to watch Mikael tapes. Because the, old, the up and under – is Mikhail. If you do an up and under move, you did it because Mikhail did the up and under move. So what I'm saying, I can appreciate basketball and be like, okay, this is why fools are doing it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's yeah. why. But I, it took me, man, it took me. I was like 23 years old when I yeah. started feeling like. And same thing with Jordan. 100%. I hated Jordan. Hundred percent. And then Jordan became. I was like 30. I'm like, I guess I can like Jordan again. I, mean, yeah. I couldn't like when he was winning. Not when he was playing. Hey, but now, so, but it, look, there's two more things I want to get to on the show. That I think are very important. Um, and I, I want to pose a question to it. So, uh, on, on, on Memphis, you know, uh, we played Memphis on Tuesday. Uh, it was a great game, great win. But what they did was they retired Paul Gasol jersey. Want to want to want to take a moment, say congratulations, pal. Uh, congratulations, pal. I think you deserved it. Um, me personally, watching the, the retirement ceremony, 
I thought it was kind of whack. I, I, I feel like they didn't show any highlights of him. And, you know, I mean, I think it was a great touch to have, you know, um, Mitch Bryant come and, and, you know, congratulate him for getting it in. But I felt like they should have had some highlight reel or something about him coming in uh, for that. What do you think about that, Pat? Uh, yeah, it was a little. I mean, it was kind of lackluster. Um, I'm happy he did get, you know, retired. I think he should got retired. I mean, if you think about all the Lakers that have retired from the NBA since, you know, I think he's most deserving. Um, I mean, we can talk about other Showtime Lakers, but I think all the ones that are, you know, pretty much have been out have, you know, I mean, you can make an argument for Cooper maybe, um, um, but. I mean, other than that, I think that Paul Gasol deserved to be on the wall. Um, it, it, like Kobe said, if we didn't have Paul Gasol, you know, we wouldn't have won those two championships, and that's just real. So, I mean, we're the three straight finals with Paul Gasol. So, Fredo, you were a Laker fan, for the record. <laughs> you were a Laker fan back then, so yes. you are allowed to speak on this. So, so look, so look, look. Yes, first of all, Good thing for Palgasai. He does deserve to be up in the rafters. It's a good thing for him. Of course, Kobe, like Kobe said, we wouldn't have got those two championships without him. And, you know, the the way you guys felt about Larry Bird back then in the days, like, you know, you guys beating them, him beating the Lakers. Yes, I, I was not around during that time. I was around during that 2008, 2010, where right now, I can see it. I don't like Paul Pierce. I don't like Kevin Garnett. Mm -hmm. I don't like Kendrick Perkins. Mm -hmm. I didn't like Rajon Rondo when he came with us. And I have those same feelings about this young, younger Celtic scene from 2008, 2010. So what you guys felt about Larry Bird back then, I feel it for the Paul Pierce and KG and those people. So I do not fully love or say the Boston Celtics. But with that being said, Pal Gasol, Great guy. There's one person that I wish he can be up there, and he's not up there, which is Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher definitely deserves to be up no, there. No, no, he doesn't. Why not? He's not a Hall of Famer. He was a great role player. Is well, Pau Gasol's not a Hall of Famer yet. He will be. Well, I mean, he will be. He, he, he will, will be. be. First, he will be and be first ballot. But Derek and, Fisher, and, and and I will argue with Pat. That's one of the reasons why I wouldn't retire Cooper. Because we only do but, first But is that the only reason why you think he 100%. doesn't deserve to be up there? Because, because he's not because a Hall of Famer? Because of the Lakers. Like, that's a Lakers criteria. That's a Lakers like, protocol. That's a Lakers right, criteria. Right, right. But. It's a criteria. But besides that, it, it, is that's he not qualified? No. Well, then I got to put up Ori then. He, he, no, you know, I got to put up Ori. No, I got to put up. Like, this, like, this is what our criteria is. But Derek Fisher was not Robert Ori. Derek Fisher did not do what Robert Ori, you know. Robert Ori was not Derek Fisher, what I mean is. Derek Fisher is not a Hall of Famer. He was a great player. He does not deserve to be in the Hall of Famer. You know how many times I've seen Derek Fisher get his ass busted by he, Troy he Hudson? Gave, Troy oh, Hudson. Yeah. He gave a Troy whole lot Hudson. of people contracts. Troy Hudson. Okay. He gave a whole lot of people So contracts. I'm not I'm not gonna go there. I mean, yeah. this this is I I I beg to differ. I mean, he had great moments. He's definitely Mr. Point Four. I give him his flowers, but he can be that person, see the Lakers fans give love to anybody. We give love to Cooper. We give love to Ori. We give love to Fisher. We give love to Fox. Hold we it. can give them love, but they know when they put on. They know when they put that jersey on. They know the criteria. They know. They know. That's why AD is like, I got to get on that wall. But they didn't know what he has to do. Right. He got to give us a couple of championships. He got to keep getting these damn all star birth. I mean, all star appearances. He got at least, uh, hopefully, he can get one defensive player of the year before he die. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just you got. You know, what I'm, I'm just saying. Like, it's 
it's I'm sorry. It, it, we we're 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 snobbish for a reason. You know, it's that's what it is. We 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 our standards are too high. When you go until you look at the Celtics and they got two the jerseys de, um, like retired twice. We ain't doing nothing like that. We we, we got look, twelve Miami, jerseys. Look, Miami retired Michael Jordan. And he never played for the team. See, team. you know what I mean? That's, that's when you my, thirsty. And because Miami just needed to have a retired. You thirsty. Team. You know. You know that's we don't do that. Like you have to. Be a Hall of Famer, first ballot in order to go get on the wall. That's what that's it is. Just, what that's it just is. what that is. And everybody talking about Gail Gurdjieff. Gail Gurdjieff led yeah. the team in scoring for three straight yeah. years. Jamal Wilkes, I think, is the only one that was a first ballot that made the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, I mean that made that wasn't the first ballot Hall of Famer that made the wall. But, no, I mean, Derek Fisher, no, by, by no means. No, my, look, here's the thing. Let, let, let's bring it up. I'll bring up something else. Um they the best they there was there was conversation about the best in season trades of all time uh leading to a championship and it was it was Michael Thompson or Paul Casal. Now, Michael Thompson, uh, you know, both of them were, were first overall uh, pits, Paul Gasol and Michael Thompson. When Michael Thompson came in, um he played a, a a great role. He was supposed to be. He was there for McHale against the Celtics. He has two rings that that he got. He has a total of three, but he came in there, and the first two rings that he got was against Detroit and Boston. Powell's two rings were against Orlando and uh, Boston. Who do you think um, are more important based on the end season trade? Michael Thompson. Pal Gasol. Well, I, mean, I mean, I think it has to be Pal Gasol just because there were two different types of players coming into that season. I mean, Michael Thompson at the time was already, what, 10 years into the league. Uh, coming, He was a starter, I believe, in, in Portland and then coming over and came to the bench because of, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But Pal, at the time, you know, Kobe had requested two trades prior to Pal coming over. It, you, you just felt like the Lakers had to do something to change the whole the whole chemistry, everything. Because if Pal never showed up, maybe Kobe would have been gone by the end of that season. Because he really wanted, he was like, I'm, I, need, I need someone else there. And Mitch Kupchik, uh, Jerry, Bu- uh, Jerry, Jerry Buss, everybody else there, they made the move. They brought, they brought Pal Gasol, even though it was a gift given to us uh, by um, uh, Jerry West, because he was the GM at the time with Memphis. So kind of Jerry West gave us the man right there. So it, I think Pal Gasol was the most important and the most important throughout the whole franchise for the Lakers. Okay, so um I can make an argument for um Michael Thompson. Um Michael Thompson when he came in there, of course he wasn't obviously the second the second um person, right? Paul Gasol was the second person coming in. So he went into that role. And then if you look at the I guess the hierarchy if you will for the Lakers, it was Magic, Kareem, you know, Worthy and then anybody else that was great for the night. However, we could not get over the hump, and we needed to get over the hump when it comes to the Celtics. And we we won in 85, but the reason why we won in 85 is because we were just pissed off because of 84. We should have won in 84. 
But the clothesline happened. If anybody Laker fans when I hear about the clothesline, if you don't know what it is, you're not a Laker fan. When I say the clothesline, you better check it Kurt out. Kurt Rambis. You know what it is. I know. I'm a Laker fan. I know it. He's you know, trying to come. The, the clothesline. So <laughs> once that changed the whole dynamic and we were not built for it. That was a tragic like, magic year too, right? Yes. It's in the same and, and if you and and all you new fans of the Lakers, you know, you LeBron fans, all you new fans. You guys got to get feel that what it feels to like play the Celtic in the finals. It's the worst feeling in your life. You don't want to feel that. There's nothing more than pressure of being the Celtics or losing to the Celtics in the finals. And in 2008, we lost to the final. I mean, the Celtics in the finals. And it was the wor- one of the worst moments of my life. Forty okay? points or something. I mean, the getting blown out in Game Six and seeing Kobe just basically check out. Was the probably mm-hmm. one of the worst moments of my, and then having to sit through 2010 Game Seven and being down by 13 points in the third quarter was probably one of the most like I almost wanted to die because yeah. it was it was just excruciating to go through that. Okay, if you ain't felt that, you don't know what it is to be a Laker fan. All that other other, other shit is is, is 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 whatever. But going back to Michael Thompson, Michael Thompson was a. If you guys don't know, like I said. Go ahead and do your research. Michael Thompson played in Minnesota. Guess who else played in Minnesota? Minnesota University, guys. Guess who else played in Minnesota University? Kevin McHale. Guess who was on the same team? McHale and and, and Michael Thompson. Right. Guess what? We play against each other in practice. So who knows who moves? Those up and unders I talk glorified in the first, first half of this show, all the up and unders. Guess who was not falling for that bullshit? It was Michael Thompson. So we throw him in there, and that shit just did not work anymore. Okay, so we nullified him. So we got them, got him out the way in 87. Then we go ahead and go get the 88 championship. We were going to go in 89, but Pat Riley was on some bullshit. He wanted to go ahead and, and like play us too too much. But anyway, like I said, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, y'all got to go do research. Now, going to Pau Gasol, now the reason why I think Pau Gasol was more impactful is because, like you said, Fredo, it was dire straits for the Lakers. It was just like we did not have it. We had Kwame Brown. Okay, we had Javaris Crittenton. We had all these sometimey cats, and it didn't look like we were going anywhere. Once Powell Gasol, and, no, I would say this. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to tell you this. I mean, people probably forget about this, but we had Andrew Bynum. Mm-hmm. That year we had Andrew Bynum, and Andrew Bynum was playing out of his freaking mind before he got hurt. The reason why we got Powell Gasol because Andrew Bynum did get hurt. Once he did get hurt, then we got Powell Gasol. But Andrew Bynum was holding the junk down. I, I hope everybody understand that. If y'all don't know, Andrew Bynum, before the knee injury, was uh, an, a, uh, a defensive player. He was actually a dunker. He was he had he has he had, he was literally a nice back to the basket kind of guy. But I believe Paul Gasol. And I, he allowed Kobe. Another thing we don't—I don't want to get lost. In, he allowed Kobe to be the alpha. Finally, Kobe was able to show his leadership skills. It was not him deferring to anybody. He had to prove that he was the leader that he thought he was, and he was that leader, and he showed it. And it took a Pau Gasol to defer, you know, to be like, "I got you. I'm your Batman. I'm your. I'm your. I'm your Robin. To your. I'm your Robin, bro. I got your back." What Kobe wouldn't want to do. Kobe was looking at Shaq like, "You Superman, I'm Batman, bro. Like it ain't no, I ain't no Robin here. I'm, I ain't no Robin here. Like I'm Batman. You want to be cool, Superman? I'm Batman. Like it ain't no Robin here, you know." And the Kobe Bryant allowed that to happen. I just think that the most impactful trade 
I just gotta say it's Pau Gasol because of the fact that Kobe Bryant was able to flourish. Pau Gasol let that happen, and Pau Gasol really did have a good career, and he he manned up. He was soft. Remember, he was soft. Paul yeah. Gasol, right? That was right. Yeah, that Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol. Kevin Garnett cooked him. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kendrick Perkins just just took him out of his game because he wasn't ready for it. And and once he played against Dwight Howard, he looked at him like, "Oh, you ain't got no skill." So I got you. So easy, easy, you know, four one. And then yeah. he go, and then he was ready. He was ready for the challenge in two thousand and ten. So I'm saying uh, that's that's me. Me, I guess me and Fredo. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I honestly think it's kind of even though because I mean it, it, it's it for for the. All the points that you guys have said, like when when you think about man those those eighties teams, man Boston in the eighties and Detroit in the eighties was just so tough, mm-hmm. and and he was just such an intricate part, and he kind of just changed to trajectory in a sense of um, like you know we still even though we weren't paying you know the Celtics every year. We still, you know, it was still Magic Bird and Bird. You know, he had to get more than Bird. That was that was like the behind the scenes in the '80s, and then, you know, moving over to, uh, you know, with Powell, like he definitely was the reason why, or one of the main reasons why we was able to win the championship. You know, uh, over Boston because it, it, it. So, I think it's even. You know what I mean? Personally, like I, I can't. Because uh, in my mind, like it's like you, it, it was two separate situations. Um, but man, like if you just go and say Orlando and Boston and Detroit and Boston, just it just said that you gonna pick Detroit and Boston championship mm. versus versus Orlando and Boston because Orlando just wasn't. Oh no, no, I mean, <laughs> you know I mean, mean and, and, like, that was they easy. got lucky they got like, there. Yeah, all you know look, mean? all you LeBron fans, look, I'm just letting you know right now, guys. I'm just being honest with y'all. And I don't know who's out there listening to LeBron fans. Hold on. I'm just going to say this right now. Y'all better be glad that the Cleveland Cavaliers did not make the championship. Because the narrative would have been totally different. Do you understand that Magic Johnson got to walk around this earth because he's 0-1 against Michael Jordan? Right. Okay? That's his record. Okay? Do you understand if LeBron James was 0-1 against Kobe? How can you make that conversation with the Kobe fans? There's absolutely no one you can do that. So I'm just saying, be glad he missed that bullet. Because that bullet, we wasn't losing that championship. I don't care who was in that championship. Kobe was coming for that net. Yeah, we had that would have been interesting, though. That old night, that would have been amazing. It would have. But yeah. Kobe, we won, 70, we won 67 games that game that year. We were 67-15. Yeah. We weren't playing no games. Like, it was a championship. Everyone seemed to be on the same page after the Boston Celtics yeah. lost. Yeah, well, you know Kobe Bryant. You know the, you know the legendary job not finished. Yeah. Job not finished. That's that Kobe that would have been playing LeBron James. And LeBron James didn't want no smoke when it came to the Kobe in that situation. That's my opinion. Of course, y'all young cats gonna be like, you know, but he had he had all these other. He had nobody. Yeah, <laughs> he had nobody, bro. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> he had great. nobody. Kevin Love against Kapow Gasol, yeah. barbecue chicken. Like, right. <laughs> come on, yeah. dog. That, what are we talking about? Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, you know what? Hey, we coming to the end of the show, and like always, at the end of the show, your segment. We had we cut we go to my segment, my out of bounds. All right, now I've really been thinking about this out of bounds, and I've actually decided if I was going to do it or not. I've decided to go ahead and do it. I want to see what you guys think. I think I'm hating. I think I'm 100 percent hating, but I think I'm right for hating. Right? 
Okay. So, Steph, I need your help with that. I think okay. I'm, I'm right for hating on this. Okay. okay, what are we talking about? So we've been watching the league. We know what's going on. We see who who's in who's in the running for MVP, right? And 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 we and we know what's going on. We know what the records. You know, we got this guy Jokic over here doing the same thing he did last two previous years, and Jokic is standing to win his third straight MVP. I don't think Jokic simply because he's not as exciting. Um, there, there's only a few players that have won three straight MVPs, and I don't think Jokic should be in that category. I would say this year, let's go ahead and give MVP to Embiid, and so that way we can just kind of keep him at two. He, you know, he he ranks because I think Jokic ranks him equal to like Steve Nash at getting two. Am I out of bounds to say that we just don't want to give the MVP to Jokic, not because he don't deserve it? Just because we don't want them to get three in a row to go in the history books as the other greats and won three? Um, so I'm going to say you're out of bounds. And the only, only reason why I'm saying this, and this is going to be funny, you don't, you don't even know where I'm going with this. I actually want him to win three in a row. Mm-hmm. You, know what I want him, you know why I want him to win three, win three in a row? Why? Because I've heard from these young cats, these Gen Z guys, talking about how the 90s, these cats have been playing against plumbers. That's what I'm hearing. They play against plumbers. They playing against people. That the athletic ability of these cats right now, all right, is oh off the chart. And if JJ Reddick would have been back in the day, he would have scored thirty points a game and all this stuff. I mean, you know how guys talk greasy, right? And they're talking greasy on social media. In this era. And Jokic win three in a row, you ain't got nothing to say to me, bro. Like, you can't talk to me. You can't talk to me now. Because I know for a fact that dude in that era ain't winning three in a row. I know this. I know it. They know it. Everyone knows it. The fact that he won three in this era is because the the goalpost is shifted. Now we're looking at analytics. Now we're looking at advanced stats. Now we're looking at all of the the eyeball test does not matter anymore. We're looking at somebody that's not in the top ten in scoring is going to go ahead and win the MVP three years in a row. And if that's your king, if that's your king, bro, don't come at me, bro, because I got too much heat for you. So I want them to win it because all that plumber, because that dude looks like a plumber to me. Okay, I'm sorry. So you go ahead and come at me with Does this joke. No, he doesn't. But I need him to do it because it's gonna bolster my lineup. He's gonna bolster, gonna bolster my, my not lineup, but it's gonna bolster my argument. I got heat for that. So yes win because when you win and you tell me this is the golden era of basketball and Jokic is winning three in a row when there's Embiid out there when there's Giannis out there they never tired of giving to the Giannis it's like it's like it was kind of like when Jordan winning it and like uh 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 uh, uh Barkley you winning uh uh uh, uh Malone you winning because they don't want to give it to Jordan anymore so they started looking for other people so now you telling me he wins it three in a row cool give me him give me that because now you're done. Because I am too savvy. I am too smart for this game for you to put that guy out there as your MVP and then talk about my error that I like so much, love so much, is is the one that is like a plumber's and all this other stuff. You talking about how y'all so athletically gifted and this guy is the one that's running y'all league? Bet. <laughs> Bet. Please win. Give him the MVP so I can run y'all. I'm going to run y'all cats. Please give him that. Please give him that. 
Fredo. Well, you know, it's crazy to think that I'm actually on the same page with you, Mike. Um, I actually think you're inbound in this one, and only for the fact that I I cannot see Jokic be a back to back back MVP. I, I just I don't think he deserves that title because then we're gonna look at Jokic as being a certain type of player that he really isn't. Because he's not scary down there. He just, he has the footwork. He has the handles. He He's maybe one of the best passers, bad, may, maybe a better passer than Pau Gasol. But because certain passes that he does, I was watching certain games, and I'm like, this guy's freaking good. But he's not athletic. He's not that. He's not your face of the NBA. He's not that person that you're going to look at and be like, wait, this this is three, three-time three MVP, back to back to back? This guy? He, I, I, can't, I really don't want to give it to him. But who else are you going to give it to? I Embiid is Embiid hasn't done much to really surpass Jokic yet, and as much as I love Tatum, he hasn't surpassed what he's what Jokic is doing, and I don't think Giannis has done enough what Jokic is doing. But I don't want him to get it. But I think at the end of the day, he's gonna get it. He's gonna be a three time MVP. But I don't think he deserves. I can't it. wait. I can't step wait. Back. So I can't wait. Who, who's gonna be with? Who's the three time MVPs? Oh, uh, three time MVPs is um. We who's a who's a three time MVP? Is it um I know it's Jordan, right? Jordan, um Larry Bird for Larry sure. Bird. But I mean and then Larry Bird is is I mean, but he's Larry Bird. Feel me? Yeah. He's Larry Bird. You know, like that's that's why when we talk about the greatest of all time and we talk about the top ten, are we literally are we really gonna put Jokic in there? Are we gonna put the yeah. Joker in the top ten? You're yeah. not going to do it. You're not going to do it. And he's three-time MVP of this era? Oh, dog, please make that happen. Because I'm going to shut down every kid's – I'm going to shut down every kid's song about plumbers and all that. <laughs> I'm shutting down it all. Because this is your king. Like, like, is this your king? Please do that. Come on, man. Writers, do the right thing. Make Joke is <laughs> a three-time MVP. Wow. So we can really talk about this on a on an intellectual level. Ain't no more social media talk. This is your king, dude. Serious. Well, let's do this. Let's go for it. All right, you guys. Hey, you know what? I want to thank you guys. Uh, Fredo, thank you of always for coming in. No problem, you know, guys. When, when you make that call. Awesome, Pat, man. It was great. Awesome, you awesome. Know, thank you for allowing me to host. I mean, it was a great time with me, with me hosting. Hey, you know, tune in next week for uh, the Profane Nation again. Sister, we, we'll be back. Are you sure? Well, yeah, be back? He'll, be sure? he'll be back. All right. He'll, he'll hey, Sister, get back, baby. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> if not, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're back on that channel. I don't know what we're going to do. So, hey, (laughs) follow us on Instagram, (laughs) The Profane Nation, uh, uh, YouTube channel, uh, I'm sorry, Infinity Television. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace is deuce.